Welcome to the Every Nation Dorado Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message. Good morning. So they, those were all the cousins, eh? <laughs> they were coming from the north to visit. Yeah, good morning. So it, wasn't it amazing? Yeah. It was fun, eh? Yeah. So I, while watching, I just remembered my days as a Sunday school teacher. You know, I was also part of the Sunday school teacher. And some of these uh, artists, upcoming artists, they were this tiny. Now, like Emmanuel, I don't know if you remember the tall guy here. Now he's even probably taller than me. <laughs> huh? So imagine how things move. Great. So nice to have you here. Uh, it will be also important to thank Caroline, uh, our children's pastor. She did an amazing job. You know, she even preached this morning, so I don't know how she managed. You know, we men, we are too, too simplistic. We cannot multitask. For me, it could have been already too much. No, if I have to preach, that's it. You know, but she had to preach, prepare all these things. So thank you, Caroline and the team. They did amazing. Great. So uh, we are, as you know, the 2nd of December, we are starting a new series that will take us through the December month. The name of the series is called Hark. For me, you know, I am not from Namibia. Probably you can see my outfit, this kind of outfit you see um, almost in all the ministries. <laughs> I am not a government official, but well. Uh, so for me, what's Hark? What does it mean? So. Hark actually means, to those of us that we don't know, it means to listen, to pay attention. Okay? So, as you know, this time of the year is quite busy for all of us, including myself. Probably you heard by, in the Friday the 30th was a deadline to submit proposals to the Social Security Development Fund. So, I managed to submit ours by 4.25. So you will imagine probably those that uh, submitted or were present when the people were submitting their bids for the fishing quarters, it was more or less the same. So the line was quite long. So, yeah, so it's full of deadlines and all of us were quite busy. But we should not forget our time with the Lord. Why? We will discuss this more and more throughout the, uh, the message. But it's important to highlight that despite how busy it can get, the one that will bring us sanity, the one that will bring us purpose, and the long-term vision is only God. Okay? Are you ready? Yeah. Amazing. Let's go. So, during this series, we're going to talk about Zachariah and Elizabeth. We're also going to talk about Mary, Joseph, and the, the shepherds. Okay? So, this time around, we're going to talk about Zachariah and Elizabeth. Did you hear about them? Who, who are those characters in the Bible? Yeah, so they are the parents of John the Baptist. Eh, for those that don't know, so they are the parents of John the Baptist. So who was John the Baptist? Was the cousin of Jesus. Okay? So this is a very interesting story because we have somebody that eventually, it was not just anybody. John the Baptist, and it turned out to be the cousin of Jesus Christ. 
But he didn't come just from a normal type situation. We are going, we are going to hear about it. Eh? So Zachariah was an old priest. And the name actually means the Lord remembers. That is the meaning of Zachariah. And probably you will remember that, for those that don't know, the priest, they couldn't just marry anybody. They had to be a specific type of ladies that they would marry. So some of us, you know, we are very particular in who we marry, so we target, we zoom in and say, ah, that one. Huh? That comes from the lineage of the Noyomas, <laughs> or from the Shikongos, you know. So we target specifically. So in this case, this gentleman targeted somebody that was not just anybody. It was a descendant of Aaron. And, uh, you know, she was even named after Aaron's wife, Elisheba, or Elizabeth. Now, Elizabeth means the oath of God. Eh? So, remember, every morning, they were just talking about blessing each other and say, instead of, you know, Zachariah, my love, you are the Lord remembers. And that one, my sweetheart, in Afrikaans will be scatterball, eh? My, my scatterball. <laughs> the oath of God. So it was, a, it was quite of a story here. Okay? So let's go please to the verse in the Bible. We are going now to Luke 1, verse 8 to 25. I will give you time to look at your Bibles, those that brought your Bibles. Just because it's important eh, that we get used to read, not just rely on what is there, but let's try to, you know, dust off a little bit our Bibles. And also our fingers, those that have the, the cell phone, it's always good, you know, to just know where the, where the word is. So the birth of John the Baptist foretold. In the days of Herod, king of Judah, there was a priest named Zechariah of the division of Abijah, and he had a wife from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Verse 6. And they were both righteous before God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. Now, again, you see, we are going to talk about many things here, but when we talk about they were old, and the time has passed, we're talking about people that are above 60. So you know that for those that we know, above 60 is very difficult to have children. Okay? So the chances of getting pregnant was really a bit past. Okay? But these were, as the Bible says in verse 6, both were righteous before God and walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes. I want that you just reflect, just personally, individually, when you have received something from the Lord, just as a, a vision, an idea, and things are just not happening, they're not coming. You know, these guys, they were 60, 
you know, any marriage at some point, they say, we will have kids, isn't it? So the years were passing by, year after year. I don't know if you remember, uh, two weeks ago, Pastor Chris was preaching, and there was a testimony. They, were, they, they had to wait five years, eh? those that remember. So imagine these guys had to wait past 60. They were almost probably chasing Abraham and Sarah in terms of ages, eh? because they were really, times were passing, but it was not that they were not doing something. They were serious in terms of they were righteous before God, walking blamelessly, but there was a problem. Are we together? So, again, just continue with your pattern. Your, what did the Lord promise you? I don't want to go in the specifics. You know yourselves. What did the Lord promise you? What is the expectation that you have? And sometimes, you see, Christianity, we believe that it's like a lucky charm. Eh? If we come to church, this will happen. Eh? If I tie, this will happen. If I do this and that and whatever, this will happen. And this is for 60 years. Imagine, the guys were really faithfully attending to the, to the house of the Lord. Yet, things were not happening for them. Now, I imagine at some point they, they gave up. They say, okay, fine. My lovey, my scatterball, that's it. So it's just the two of us until death do us apart. Okay? But then they just continue faithfully serving in the house of the Lord. Now, I just want to emphasize that some of us, we receive something from God. And it's very interesting what we saw today with the kids. Eh? They are dancing, they are showing how the Lord is and what the Lord represents and everything. Some of us, we dedicated our children in this house. Eh? Ourselves, we dedicated our kids when it was in a, where was it again? It was in Swedorovna. Yeah, it was a church we, in the afternoons. In academia, I don't know if those, some of you, you remember, we, we used to worship in academia. Eh? So we, the two of our children were uh, dedicated there. Now imagine, they, they get, some of you remember, it was two, three, two weeks ago that we had uh, dedication as well. Now they are so tiny, and the prophecies are so powerful. When will this happen? Eh? When will this come to fruition? And, but again, doesn't mean that we just need to, ah, okay, the Lord one day will use me, and I just rest. Né? We need to continue being faithful and praising the Lord. Amen? So, I want to, that we go to the next verse. James 1, verse 1 to 4. It, it reads, James, a servant of God and the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes scattered among the nations, greetings. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking nothing. Now, I imagine you remember the kids were talking about the joy. Eh? Now, if you know Jesus, it will be Christmas every day. 
you know. Now imagine it's a 12-year-old that was speaking here. If you really know God, it, it's not because I am expecting something. It shouldn't be that the case. It should be because, it, you remember in the, in the word says, in your presence, ne? there is fullness of life. To be in your presence. One day in your presence is better than to be thousand days away of a presence. So imagine that delight to be in the presence. Now, Kongiwo, to the next slide. So, I don't know how many of you had uh, experience with God, like a real, real experience with God. It's not just because you are in trouble and you, you're buying down your, your, your knees and you are praying. It's when you genuinely look at him. I, I don't know if it, I think it was Chris or somebody else, but I also had a similar experience, you know, when I was even, I think I was 15, 16, so I was just praying and, uh, uh, you know, I had tongues and then they were telling, no, you need to pray at least 15 minutes in tongues because things happen. And what, so, so I was with my, my stopwatch. <laughs> <laughs> they want nothing. They do nothing. One day, eh? one day, again, I just want to talk that Christianity is not a sprint race. But one day, I was just praying, you know, with my stopwatch there. And my goodness, the presence of the Lord was so thick. So thick. I said, hey, my goodness. <laughs> Amen. I don't want to go further than this. This is too real now. This is too much. So then I say, ah, mm, mm, thank you, Lord. I know that you're real. But I don't want to go further than this. Eh? Because our, natu our, our, our natural minds, our bodies, they are not ready for this. So now imagine this Zachariah went into the presence of the Lord. Eh? He was a priest. Eh? He was a, and then the angel of the Lord appears to Zechariah. Eh? Imagine, and it was 400 years that the people in Israel didn't hear clearly the voice of the Lord. The guy was just, you can imagine, imagine even yourselves. You know, there are some, words, some things that you cannot describe. So, after 400 years appears, uh, and what, does he, what, what was he told? The Lord has he hurt you? Sure. Imagine you are just practicing your tongues. Imagine you, you are just looking the Lord for a particular thing and just plaf. Either a prophecy, either you and God yourself, the Lord talks to you. What, what will you do? That when somebody talks to you the right, the right word, Some of us as human beings, we say, ah, really? 60 years, 60 years I was praying for my child. Or months I am praying for work. Or I am praying for A, B, C, whatever you are praying for. And then you, you come and say, really? Is it really from the Lord? Can this happen? You know, I have two children, and we always... One of my prayers né, is that they have that encounter that Samuel had, né, that one day they will really hear the Lord audibly. Né, 
And uh, sometimes, you know, my son is a bit 12 now. And it's very difficult. Now he reasons and says, yeah, like, does really God exist? You know, he starts challenging certain types of things. But you see, we shouldn't just let it go. We should push in, press in, and say the Lord is real. The Lord will talk to you. The same like I'm talking to you. The Lord is real. Just try. Even if you are with your stopwatch, but try. The Lord will talk to you. It's real. Can we go to the next slide? So, the angel was not only telling Zachariah that his prayers had been heard. He was showing God's answer are bigger than our prayers. Now, this was a priest. Zachariah was a priest. Eh? He was not just somebody. This gentleman was reading the word of God every day. Now, I don't know if some of you, you are following these yearly plans to finish the Bible. If you don't, you should, actually. But they are yearly plans. So this gentleman was reading the, the, the word. In the past, it was oral. So they were reciting and reciting and reciting. So the guy was reciting. And interestingly enough, who was his child again? John. John is in, in the Old Testament, in Isaiah and in Malachi. So, the, you know, the gentleman was reading and reading the Bible. When was this revelation came to his mind that actually the son that he was praying about was actually there? It was narrated there. So some, some of us, we are praying and praying and praying and praying and praying, and the word comes to you, and you say, really? You know, no, none of us is an accident. Do we believe that? Ne? Whatever happened in our lives before or is happening, we are not an accident. We have a purpose. So my encouragement to you is you have a purpose. You have something to do in this present life. So when you are reading the Bible... That word is for you. But it will only become real when you genuinely look for God and his presence and not just because you are looking for something. Are we together? Great. Can we go to the next verse? Uh, Verse 14. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great before the Lord, and he must not drink wine or strong drink. And he will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. And he will go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready for the Lord people prepared. So it just, for me, is particularly amazing this because the other day we were talking with Chris also. You know, my, my daughter, I don't know if some of you, you remember. One day she prophesied eh, in the church. We were in a, in, a, in a prayer meeting. So she really, the Lord used it. And we were talking, ah, but Chris was telling me, and, and what about the father? <laughs> what about the father? And I said, look, Probably my calling is not, probably the greater calling is not me. 
probably is for me to prepare. Hey. So sometimes, you see, we, we, we need to look at the bigger picture. This gentleman was 60. Now, when did John started his ministry? Probably around 30 or something. So 90 years for him to see what the Bible was talking about. And sometimes some of us, we, it's six months and, you know, <laughs> let me, and we go back to our, can we go to the next line? I don't know if you can see that, you know, we take things into our own hands. At some point, we say, no, it's too, it's, it's taking too long. It's just too much. You know, there is a king there, he's in the middle of the battle. They are fighting, and then one of his assistants say, I know you've got a battle to fight, Saya, but I think you really ought to see this crazy salesman. And then what is the guy responding? I'm far too busy. Huh? I'm far too busy to listen from God. I'm far busy with my own things. I gave, I gave up. I gave up. I cannot wait any longer. It's already past the time. And regardless of the situation that you are going through, just, just think about it and say, sometimes we, 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 we find ourselves in these cases. So I just want to encourage you once again. You know, these gentlemen, they, this couple were above 60. They were praying. They were, I imagine at some point they gave up and said, okay, but yeah, at least we are priests. Let's continue ushering the people to the Lord. Let's continue praying. Let's continue praying. Okay? And they didn't give up. And imagine the greatest thing is they were praying for the fulfillment of the Bible to happen. It was not just anybody that will come in. It was John. Eh? And John, and, and it was at the right time. I just want to emphasize, sometimes we give up and say, ah, it's, it's, too, it's too long. But the Lord has a time. And that's what we need to understand. Eh? Look, first, that it was John, eh? his son, or their son. And second, that it was the cousin of Jesus. Eh? And Jesus had a greater calling, and John was supposed to prepare. So God knew the right time when this will happen. And sometimes because we want to take shortcuts like this one, we want to take, do other things on our own hands, because Zachariah could have easily say, look, you know, uh, you are barren. I am, I, am, I am in the, you know, I can still have kids. <laughs> Let, let's, let's get a helper. Eh? Let's get somebody that can assist us in this regard. Eh? Like Abraham. And many other things. Sometimes we, we look for shortcuts. We look for things that can help the Lord. But the Lord knows, isn't it? That's what we need to depart. The Lord knows. Let's go to the next. And Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man and my wife is advancing years. And the angels uh, answered him, I am Gabriel, I stand in the presence of God, and I was sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. And behold, you will be silent and unable to speak until the day that these things take place, because you did not believe my words, 
which will be fulfilled in their time. You know, and, and if you have your Bibles, it's amazing. You know, a lot of these things are in the, in the Bible, but it has to become revelation. If we go to Isaiah 40, verse 3, it says, A voice is calling, clear the way of the Lord. Malachi 3.1 Behold, I am going to send my messenger and he will clear the way before me. He was talking about John the Baptist. He was talking about the son of this couple. Can we go to the next? Yeah, some of you probably you heard this, but for those that they didn't hear, there is two types of time in God's name. One that is, for us, let's start with us. There is one time that is what we normally know, the time chronos, it's called chronos. Eh? It's just the time that we see, 12 o'clock, it's 10 to 12 now. So that is what we see, and that is what our, uh, our minds are adapted to, okay? But the other one is kairos. Kairos is the spoken word that will come to pass, okay? And for that, we need to have, what do we need to have? What is the key ingredient? Faith. Now, if we go to Hebrews 11, can we go to Hebrews 11, please? Open your words in Hebrews 11. Are you there? Hebrews 11, verse 1. Let's read in loud voice. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Now, from verse 4 onwards, he starts, the, the narrator starts from Abel. Abel saw something. Every, every person that is written there, they saw something. And you can only see something when you genuinely seek God. When you are genuinely in the presence of God. Now, even if you have to time you when you are praying, but I encourage you, the only way to see, to hear, is by spending time in the presence of the Lord. It's not easy. I know it's not easy. Sometimes some of us, we need a bit of competition. You know, I, we had our prayer partners. You know, uh, how long did you pray? <laughs> no, I went five minutes. No, me, seven and a half. Even if it is a discipline, it is a spiritual discipline that you have to pray. Because only there, the, the deepest things of the heart of God will be revealed to you. And now this is a time of holiday. This is a time that we, some of us, we will have time. Even if it's cooking, you know, we have to cook these long meals for Christmas. While you are cooking, you can still pray. Yeah? And say, pray at least that this food is tasty. <laughs> but we can always pray and say, please, Lord, what is that you have for me in 2019? What is it that you want? What is it that you, for one, one important thing, it's not about me and what I can do. It's about what God's plan, the ultimate bigger plan is of God through us. Yeah? Because Zachariah was probably saying, just I want a son. 
even whatever son, just give me a son or a child, any, you know. Give me, I want a child. Now! But the Lord had a greater plan. You know? So it's the same with us. If we go in prayer and say, what is your plan for 2019? I don't want to go ahead. I don't want to go be slow. You know, one of my greatest desires is that my daughter becomes like Catherine Kuhlman. I don't know if you heard about Catherine Kuhlman. You know, that is what my biggest inspiration is. Lord, that she becomes like Catherine Kuhlman and so on and so forth. But you see, do you know that there were some testimonies that actually the calling of Catherine Kuhlman was not hers. It was somebody else's. Eh? You heard me? Eh? Oh, Carl? Yeah, I, I, I heard somewhere that it was not, because the person was, not too, was too busy. Was too busy. So what is, what is, what is it your 2019 looking like? You don't want to be caught too ahead or too slow. You want to be in the Kairos time. You want to be moving in the Kairos and Rema time of God. Because there is you are moving. But only then is when you are in the presence of the Lord. Amen? So God cares. Let's go to the next slide. God is a caring God. He's a loving God. He has plans for us. He really has plans for us. So we should depart from that, that the Lord has a plan. We are not an accident. You know, I work for an institution that every time we need to remind our kids, you are not an accident. Please come back on Monday. Don't go and stab somebody, get into fights. You know, although we speak every time, even the police have to come to our institution and get some of the kids because they stole or they were involved in a gender-based violence incident or whatever thing. But we need to constantly emphasize you have a purpose. You, have, you can do something. You know, how many of you follow uh, uh, soccer? Yeah? There is a, an Argentinian player called Carlos Tevez, eh? Yeah, some of you, you know. You know this guy? He lost, I don't know if you, some of you, you, you heard his testimony or his life. He was abandoned when he was a child. Ne? He grew up with the father. The father was killed by 26 shots. He was involved in a gang issue. When he was small, they, they were cooking probably in the house and the water burned him. Ne? He, was, he used to go walking to play soccer on the streets. Eh? Do, do you think he was saying, ah, one day I will pray for UEFA? He was probably just thinking, I want to survive today. Eh? He wants just to survive today. But he made it to UEFA. And many, if you go to most of these guys that are uh, uh, soccer players, even artists, eh? they, they had to see beyond. So my encouragement to you is the same. Don't give up. Whatever you are going through, it will pass. It will certainly pass. And God has a greater thing for you. Amen? Yeah. So with that, I just want to, to pray. Thank you. Desmond. Uh, is, is there somebody in the house that doesn't know the Lord, that wants to meet the Lord this morning? Is there somebody that would like to reconcile with the Lord this morning? 
If not, can we all rise and pray for 2019? As we are preparing, you cannot just come, you cannot just come the night of the 31st here and say, Lord, give me something. You need to start praying into 2019. And so let's just raise our hands and say, Lord, we know that you care for us. You know, as your Bible in Ephesians says, Lord, that you created us even from the beginning of the world, Father God, that we have a purpose, regardless if we are young, if we are mature, if we are older. Father God, you have a purpose for us, and we thank you, Lord, because you have a calling. And we want to start moving into the Kairos sign. We want to start moving, Lord, into your Rema. We want to start hearing directly from you, Father God. And if we trust other people to talk to us, it should be for confirmation only, Father God. We believe that you can talk to us directly, Father God. Oh, Father God, that our aim in December for 2019 is to hear from you directly, Lord. Oh, Father God, I pray that our ears are tuned to hear from you that our hearts that our spirits are seeking for you lord in this period as we are going as we are ending this year and we are preparing for 2019 lord that you give us visions that you give us dreams father god that books are being prepared father god that businesses are being raised oh father god that that direction where i am going which school i am going that our trust is in you. Father God, that we are not surprised by things happening in 2019. Lord, that we know exactly where you want us to take us through, Father God. We thank you, Lord, because you are a good God. And we depart from that, Lord, and we want to have a relationship with you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for listening. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit envintook.org.